Are you struggling with a toxic person in your life? Maybe it's your boss, a friend, or even a family member. Well, you're not alone. The truth is, we all have some troublemakers in our lives. You know, those people who want to stir up strife and seem to thrive on drama. Well, navigating through toxic relationships can be downright draining. I get it. It's tempting to want to straighten this person out. And while we can't stop toxic people, we can stop their toxicity from getting in you. Well, if you are ready to say goodbye to guilt and hello to healthy boundaries, then I want to invite you to my new course on how to deal with toxic people God's way. In this course, you will learn the five types of toxic people, the difference between broken and toxic behavior, the four types of boundaries and which are best for you, how to overcome the fear of confrontation, and most of all, you will learn the practical tools on how to interact with these people so that you can grow in strength and get rid of the guilt. When avoiding this person isn't an option, God may be using them to help you grow, and I would be honored to walk this journey with you. My friend, I believe that you can shift your suspicion that you can change this person to the biblical understanding of love. Will you let me help you? Building Faith Podcast from Chris Reese Ministries is a podcast to bring biblically-based messages and lessons on how to apply God's Word into your everyday life. Well, hey, my friends, welcome back to the Building Faith Podcast. I am so thrilled to be here with you. I am your host, Chris Reese, and my mission, as always, will be to help you to apply God's Word to your everyday life. Today, we are in episode 26, and we're talking about how to overcome the fear of confrontation. They say that public speaking is the number one fear next to death, but... In my years of counseling and coaching and ministry, I have found that there's likely a bigger fear than that. It's the fear of confrontation. Many people will look to avoid confrontation at all cost. And maybe you're one of them. Perhaps you don't want to upset the other person or be perceived in a bad light. Or maybe you're struggling with feeling like confrontation just isn't Christ-like. But the truth is, your fear is likely deeper than the seemingly considerate reasons that we give. Fear of confrontation is actually a form of avoidance. And what you may not realize is that every relationship needs a level of confrontation if it is to grow and flourish. And many people who fear confrontation will find themselves in relationship with toxic people. It's a perfect match. The fearful person actually enables the toxic behavior by keeping quiet. Now, please don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying their toxic behavior is your fault. I'm just saying that it actually enables it if you're afraid to confront it. Well, the truth is that sometimes confrontation is necessary to bring about resolve or growth in a relationship. So whether it's a boss, a mother-in-law, or your next door neighbor, confrontation is necessary to bring about positive change or at the very least, reveal the dysfunction. So why is it that so many people fear confrontation? Well, let's talk about a couple of those reasons today. For starters, you may have a peaceful temperament. God has given us all a very unique temperament, and some are just wired for peace. And this can be a tremendous strength if it is used to bring about resolve, but it's a weakness if you don't ever develop that gift. Another reason is your experience. 
If you grew up in an environment in which you were dominated, then it's likely that your voice was oppressed and keeping quiet when you'd prefer to say something has become more of a habit. Another reason is you fear being disliked. Somewhere along your journey, you have likely equated confrontation with being mean. And while being mean is one form of confrontation, it's not the only way. So don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. There are healthier, gentler, more productive means of confrontation. And another reason is you're likely unable to handle the emotions. Many people fear confrontation because they don't like to feel those uncomfortable feelings that go along with it. Anxiety, distress, nervousness, fear of repercussions are just a few of the emotions that bubble up to the surface when we're in conflict. And if you don't know how to handle these emotions, then it makes sense why you would avoid them. So how do we overcome the fear of confrontation? Because scripture tells us that God did not give us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and of a sound mind. So let's talk today about five steps that you can take to operate in that spirit of boldness. Step number one, identify the outcome you desire. Much of the fear that we battle is in our own mind, and you would do well to make a list of what you may gain or lose by saying something. You see, oftentimes the possibilities aren't nearly as detrimental as you think, and getting it out of your head, out of the darkness, and onto paper brings a clear perspective now you can tackle, and it also calls out a lot of the enemy's lies. Number two. Plan what you would like to say. Many people fear confrontation because they're afraid of how it's going to come out. They've pushed things down so far and for so long that it, they're, they're ready to burst. And they're actually afraid of their own reactions. So instead of your words coming across uh, loving and life-giving, you tend to be like a pressure cooker and explode. So plan what you want to say. And what's gonna happen is you can also re rehearse it too. So in this way, you're gonna be prepared and you won't have to clean up all the guilty feelings afterwards. Number three, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Gosh, confrontation is uncomfortable because we don't know how the other person is going to react. So instead of worrying about how you can manage, well, let's call it what it really is, control their reaction, Allow yourself to be okay with the uncomfortable feelings that you're dealing with. Let them be indicators to you as to what's going on inside of you. Perhaps you discover that you're codependent to another person or you react from old fears from your childhood. Either way, my friend, this is good because now you know what you need to get further help in. Number four, assume your part. This is all about blame. We don't want to blame other people. And when confronting, it's common to state all the ways that this person has wronged you. And this puts people on the defensive. So instead, state how their actions make you feel. For example, instead of saying, you're such a liar, you could say, when you lie, I find it difficult to trust you. Look, I can hear you now. <laughs> you're, you're likely saying, this isn't gonna make them change. Well, you might be right, but remember, this isn't about making them do anything. That's the whole control issue on your part. This is about doing your part properly to increase the chances of a peaceful resolve. 
Even the Bible says in Proverbs 15:1, a gentle answer deflects anger, but a harsh word makes tempers flare. And number five, watch for their next move. Once you've expressed yourself, see what they do with it. It's like a game of tennis. Hit the ball into their court and see what they do. If a relationship is important to them, they will be open to hearing what you have to say. If they are unhealthy and self-centered, you're likely going to get met with toxic behavior. And yes, this is part of the uncomfortable feelings, but now you know what you're truly dealing with. Look, my friend, confrontation is a skill just like any other, and it's learnable. And I want, you to, I want to encourage you to be patient with yourself and practice, because in time, you'll see that you will truly be able to speak the truth in love. God calls us to be peacemakers, but he never said that we had to be doing it in a cowardly, avoidant way. My friend, I pray that you will step out in boldness today and speak the truth in love. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. I hope you have enjoyed our time as much as I have. If so, please consider subscribing and leaving a rating. I would greatly appreciate it. But before we go, I have a gift for you. If you are struggling with toxic people in your life, I want you to go ahead in the show notes or in the description on the website and grab your free toxic people survival guide. This is my gift to you to help you to identify and deal with all the toxic people in your life. Until next time, remember, all things are possible with God. For more information from Chris Reese, visit chrisreese.com forward slash podcast. That's K-R-I-S-R-E-E-C-E dot com forward slash podcast.